By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. I can feel over here. 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 Are you there? Is Shelly there? Shelly. Hello? Yes, Brad? Earth, where are you? I'm right here. Where are you? You didn't answer for like three times. Huh? Are you asleep? No. You're not asleep? No. Well, then I have one question for you. I can barely hear you. Why is that? I don't know. I haven't changed anything. Everything's the same. What? Everything's the same. You can, Everything is the same, you can, yet still remains different. You can barely hear me? Seriously? Yeah. At least in my headset. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't think it's on your end, because I haven't changed anything since yesterday. Oh, so it must be my fault. Okay. It, it's it's always your fault, you know. <laughs> so you <laughs> oh, get, my you goodness. Get, no, we're going to bite my face today, aren't no, no, we? No, 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 no. You get mad at me, because whenever I say it's always my fault, you always get mad at me, because, in fact, that's the Billie Jean thing. Everything is your fault. See, that's like what is that on the on the Billie Jean list? What was that nut like? Number two or number three of the thirteen? I don't know. I I no. I I think he had a good. I once again, I think it's a great attitude to have because how many times in our daily life do we have people that shirk responsibility? I mean, you know, coming. What are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. Why do you keep on asking me that? Because it's like you're touching the microphone. I can hear this. Like that. That was me breathing, Brad. No, it wasn't you breathing. Okay. Anyway, Billy Jean <laughs> says that if you want to be successful, you have to come to the realization that everything is your fault. I mean, Everything not, is not your fault. Though. It is. Everything is your fault because of the fact that, that if you come to that realization, you won't be pointing fingers at, at other people when sometimes it may be their fault. But his philosophy is that the reason you're in a situation that's not going right is because it's your fault is because you're in that situation. You should have not gotten to that situation. In other words, if you have a boss who is always, is always you know, chastising you and stuff, it's your fault because you took that job and you keep that job. Is that why I, I know? What is my problem? <laughs> I don't know. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't criticize I took the job and I'm still here. You know, you you're getting I don't know what it is. There is there's noise on your on your line this morning. I mean it's I I've told you that three yeah, days Yeah, but row. but this is the worst it's ever been. I don't know what it is. I'm trying to hold on that. Do I want to touch things on my end? Ew. Overshare much? I didn't say do I want to touch my end. I said do I want to touch things on my end, which means <laughs> <laughs> my end of the connections, not 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 what you're thinking. Oh, get your, Brad, you're so fun. Get your mind out of the gutter. No, no, go back to the everything's my, my fault. Now, born in think, the gutter. Think about it. What we're going through right now. The Democrats are running for office. The Republicans are running for office. The Democrats uh-huh. get up there and they say all the problems is the Republicans' fault, and the Republicans get up and say it's all the Democrats' fault. Right? <laughs> it's it's not them. It's the other guy. It's not the fact that you know that and don't don't pretend that there's no inflation because there's inflation but yet we get the democrats who are in charge of everything we say well there's no inflation not our fault it's the republicans fault you know and think about it it's all sorts of crazy things like the crime situation you know like in this god there's an interesting editorial we'll talk about that the post-dispatch editorial board for the most part is very 
very liberal and democratic. They put out an editorial, I don't know if it was yesterday or Wednesday, just ripping everybody in the city. The mayor, I mean, everybody in sight. And the interesting thing about it is they're exactly right. They're exactly right. All the crazy problems in the city and it's even in the county. And they even talked about what we talked about yesterday, those two crazy stolen car things where the people followed the guys who stole the car. The one guy was down on Sunset Hills and I, I, somebody, one of the family members. They do different things down in NoCo okay, or SoCo. Okay, now you're off mic. What's going on with that? I'm not. Okay, you sound very hollow right now. What did you just do? Because I'm kind of hollow like that. No, no, you're not, not hollow. Anyway, uh, anyway, it, it talked about the fact that the guy, I can't remember, it was like his sister or something got her car stolen, but she had a GPS tracker in it. So the guy jumps in his car. He finds the guys. They're driving around on Highway 40. He comes up behind them, smashes into them, does like a pit maneuver, if you know what that is. The police use that to like, you know, to stop, you know, chases and things like that. The guys crash the car. He gets out of the car, fires a bunch of bullets at the guys, you know, boom, 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 boom. Hits, I think, two of them, and then he gets arrested. He's in jail because of the fact that he was firing at the guys. Then the one in North County where the lady got her, what was her, her Kia stolen, and and her brother or somebody, like, they, they, they saw the guy, I think it was the same kind of thing. They, they knew where they were. They tracked him down, and they found him at, like, a quickie mart up in North County. And the interesting thing was, Shots ring out, and nobody knows who shot anybody. You know, two of the guys in the car got shot. You know, two of the robbers got shot. And anyway, the point being is there's no – because think about it. You hear about all these cars being stolen, but you never hear about anybody being caught stealing cars. You know what I mean? They always get away, or they're juveniles. They're all, you know, they're like – I think the, the two of the kids that – there were kids that got shot who were the – car you know the car stealers the guys who stole the car i think the car stealers whatever they were they were 14 and 16 once again we talked about this you know you're juvenile you don't have to worry about that you can do all sorts of stuff because of the fact that once you turn 18 ah, record's gone you can you know you can rob places you go rob a bank think about that as a juvenile you go rob a bank you know, stick up a bank hey i got a gun give me all the money and they catch you you're 15 years old they throw you in juvie hall for a couple years you get out at 18 bank new life everything's good you know, sort of weird. But in the city of St. Louis, they wouldn't put them in jail. They'd release them. <laughs> they don't even catch them. Oh, the, art, the, article, uh. the article talked about, we'll talk about this later. The article talked about the sheriff. Now, if you know in the city, they have the police. It's the same thing like in St. Charles County and St. Louis County. They have the police and they have the sheriff. It used to be St. Charles County was all sheriff. Now they have the police and the sheriff. Okay. In the city, the sheriff's jobs is essentially overseeing the, the jails. They're the guys that transport. They're the guys that are the process servers. And they're the guys that I think like are in charge of the courts. In other words, if you go to court in the city of St. Louis, the sheriffs are there guarding the judge and stuff like that. The other night, two guys walked up to a sheriff and in his uniform, put gun in his face, robbed him, took his car, took his gun, and took off. A uniformed sheriff. And essentially, the head sheriff essentially said, okay, when these people get so brazen and they know nothing's going to happen to them, that's the interesting part of it. He said it. When they know nothing's going to happen to them because of the fact that, A, if they do arrest them, you know, they probably won't get charged by, by Kim, what's her name, Kim Gardner. They probably won't be charged. You know, oh, they didn't really mean that. They didn't really mean to rob a sheriff. They didn't really mean to put a gun in his face and take his gun and take his car. And, you know, the interesting part of the story was 
you know, the sheriff was, I think he was getting done. He was, he was, he got off work or something like that. He's right down, like, I think he was across the street from uh, Enterprise Center, whatever they call it, you know, the Savage Center, you know, where the, where the blues play. And something was wrong with his car and he was waiting for a tow truck. And the guys came and they stole his car anyway. I'm going like, okay, that guy's got some serious issues there. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, not some serious issues. I mean, talking about bad luck, you're waiting for a tow truck because your car's not running right, and two guys come up, stick a gun in your face, take your service weapon, you know, uh, threaten to kill you, uh, you know, and then take off with your car, which isn't running right, and they probably blew the car up. So he get it back in the engine shot. You know what I'm saying? Things aren't right, but you know what? Everything's my fault. Okay. You don't believe me, do you? No. Everything's my fault. Okay. Everything is my fault. Everything is your fault. It is. It's six. You know what? I forgot. It's Friday. God, lots of stuff. Did I not just tell you that? I have a special song I'm going to play at 7 o'clock. I've never played it far uh, on Friday. And some people may find it somewhat, I don't want to say inappropriate, but it's a song that it's actually like, I think it's 32 years old. And the reason I'm going to play it it's a song for women, although women may not take it as a song for women. But after I play the song, I'm going to explain what's happened with this song. It's turned into an interesting um, theme song for women. And you'll never guess why. Is it the Anjali commercial? Nope, 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 nope. Not that. If, if I gave that you, to me is the ultimate song. If I gave you 10,000 guesses, you never guess it, okay? It is 625. It is BS.show. It's Friday. I can play that kind of music. And you know what? I got to play it as many times as I can because one of these days that song is going to be banned. You know, that's probably true, and that's a shame. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have to figure out what's going on. Okay. You have your little board there, correct? You have a, like a little Mackie board? Is that what you have? I do. Okay. I want you to do a favor for me. This is on-air testing. Okay. The pot that your microphone is on. Uh-huh. Turn it all the way down. Now turn it back up. Okay. 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 I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Okay. Okay. Never mind. We'll figure move it on. out. It's your fault. Well, no, no. Yeah, it is. Everything's my fault. Everything's my fault. Okay. <laughs> okay. Couple things to talk about. First off, we have the election on Tuesday. Uh, did you get our guest? Uh, I did. And is he Monday or Tuesday? So far, he's Monday. He may be Tuesday. I haven't. Yeah, but there's a he problem. He hasn't responded back. But there's a problem. I've got a. I've got another guy that I want to get on, and I want to have one of them on Monday and one of them on Tuesday. So I need an answer from him. So in other words, if so he, what day if, do you want your your guy on? Well, he's flexible. That's what I'm saying. My the guy I've oh, got on is flexible. Let me just so in other text words, my man. Well, no, no, no. You don't have to do it right now. But just lock him oh, down. Oh no, please, no. <laughs> lock him down to either Monday or Tuesday. Uh, we'll talk with him, and then the guy I'm going to get on is going to talk about the third, the amendment number three. What's interesting is everybody in their brother is coming out against amendment, um, amendment number three. The Democrats. Why? Because let me guess. Because it's one of those. Uh, it's got all popular sorts. one. No, no, and no, it no. It's going to have a lot of teeth into it, and then everybody sat there and took all the bills or whatever no, it is that they want. It's got and. Globbed it on there, and now no, no, it's, no, 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 it's no, actually not even usable. No, it's not a bill. It's these guys wrote this. 
So in other words, it would be like, let's say if you and I had a lot of money, okay? Let's say you and well, I... Maybe Bill was the wrong word to use, but you know what I'm saying. Well, you can't do that because because our president got in trouble for that the other day. But anyway, there's... Yeah, a... he's the freaking president. Right. I'm a regular person. Yeah, but he, you, you know more than he does some days, but that's a whole other story. Did I just say that? that? That's a whole other convo. <laughs> okay. Um, the amendment number three is... is and, and if you go back to... A little history there. Remember, what was it, two years ago or four years ago that legalized the medical marijuana? There were several amendments pending. And one of them, do you remember this guy? It used to be, you used to guy, see the guy on TV all the time. His name was Brad Bradley. And he's an attorney, but he's also a doctor. And he's both got his, his JD and his MD, which is like Bob Onder. If you know who Bob Onder is, Bob Onder. I do. Bob very, Onder, very educated man. Bob Onder is an MD and a JD. He's an attorney and he's a doctor, okay? This Brad Bradley guy used to run commercials all the time. And he used to show himself like, you know, like in an operating room. And he had like his, his operating clothes on, you know, his, his what, do they call the, what do they call those things? What do, you, what, do you, what, are the, what do the hospital people call them? Their sweats? No, not sweats. What are they? They're scrubs. Scrubs. They're scrubs. I knew it was with an S. Okay, they had their scrub. He had his scrubs on. He had his like little little head. What what do you call the thing on your head? A little, like the little like it looks like hair. Almost, almost like no, <laughs> Hans Wyman. It looks like a little turban kind of thing. You know what I mean? They you know they, they the doctors have that. They wear that little thing on their head. You know. Anyway. Yes, it's called a scrub hat. A scrub hat. Okay, boy, these are boy. You know all these technical terms. Thank you, Shelley. Uh, I don't know what I'd do without you. I really don't. Uh huh. <laughs> He'd be dancing for you, dancing a jig. <laughs> okay, so they had competing ballots, competing constitutional amendments, and his made him in charge of all the marijuana in the state of Missouri. Literally put him in charge. By name, put him in charge. Okay. Okay. Bad amendment. Because if you know anything about government, the problem with, with and you know, one interesting thing is. The one thing I will say that's positive, for the most part, about our governmental system, if they pass a bill and then all of a sudden bad things start to happen because of the bill they passed, they can go in and they can amend it. Matter of fact, they can revise it because if you know what the, the statutes in the state of Missouri, they're called the RSMO, Revised Statutes, which means that they may go on the books as a bill that goes through the legislature and then passes and then is signed by the governor. And then something weird happens. Something happens that they didn't intend, unintended, con- you know, the, the law of unintended consequences. They're able to change it. Well, if it's a constitutional amendment, you can't do anything to it. Once again, it becomes a law. So what's happened is everybody has realized that this is a, an amendment that's put together by a bunch of people with a bunch of money that's going to make them super, 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 super rich. And it really... And and there's all sorts of crazy things because it 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 throws out it throws out uh, you know people's prior conven- convictions and the problem with that is there are convictions on many levels. Remember, remember President Biden just threw out all the convictions on marijuana. If you got arrested federally, which means you'd have to be arrested by like the TSA or the FBI or somebody like that. But if you got arrested like by the state troopers for marijuana in your car or like by the O'Fallon police or the St. Charles the County DEA. police. No, no, DA, no, the DA would be federal. See, that would be federal. So in other words, that would be pardoned. See, right now those people would get out of jail. But if you were arrested on a state, county, or local level, those don't go away. Well, what happens on this one is... Not according to the chief down at... Uh city of st louis what now not according to what is she the mayor the mayor 
Yeah. No, no, no. This had nothing to do with marijuana thing. She's 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 talking about something else. Okay, but anyway, the problem oh. is it excuse me. It it causes all sorts of weird things to happen where like for example, let's say you got pulled over and you got arrested in St. Charles City and you got thrown in jail and you got a conviction against you. Okay, if this thing passes, it's going to be all sorts of weird things because the city of St. Charles is not in the position to pardon you. Get what I'm saying? I mean, in other words, it, it, there's all sorts of problems. And then it, there's all these weird things that you can buy a, they, they call it the, I don't know what they call it. It's some weird thing in the bill. And it also puts into, in the entire state, a diversity officer who runs the entire state of Missouri. And he's, you know, he's the guy, our gal, that essentially, oh, this department's not diverse enough. You need to hire 10 more Eskimos and 13 more Chinese people. That's what he, that's, and it's in this bill. It's got, okay, why is that in this bill? It's just crazy. The point being that people would. Well, that's what they do. They sit there and they take something that has meaning and consequence. And then they sit there and they throw all this other crap in there like, like it's a gumbo. Okay. It would. Okay. Let me give you an example. Here's an example. I'm going to make the best Am example. Am I not correct? Oh, no, no. But, yeah, but I'm going to give you an example that everybody's going to be able to stand, understand. Let's say, and there's, there's, I think there's five propositions on the ballot this year, okay? Let's say we put on Proposition 107.1, okay? And Proposition 107.1 made it a constitutional amendment to the Missouri Constitution that all radios, all radios in the state of Missouri had to be tuned to only three frequencies, 104.5, 107.1 or 1350 AM. Nobody could tune their radios to any other frequencies in the entire state of Missouri. And if you did, you'd spend 30 days in jail. Okay, people go like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Okay, if enough people voted for it, <laughs> we have a monopoly in radio listeners because everybody in the state would have to listen to us. Even though they can't pick us up where they're at, they'd still have to drive around and listen to 107.1, 104.5, or 1350. Now, that may sound crazy, but if we had... <coughs> Hold on a minute. If we had enough money and we had an attorney that drafted the thing and we had, and because what it takes is it takes signatures. And how do you get the signatures? When you go to the post office, those guys are trying to get you to sign. They're getting paid. That's how, that's how they get the signatures. They paid these guys and gals to go out and get signatures. They pay them. They go out and go, okay, you know, you work eight hours at the post office. We'll pay you $20 an hour. We need you to collect 200 signatures today. Okay, that's what you have. Has it ever happened where the guys come up and say, are you a resident of St. Louis County or St. Charles County? You know what I'm talking about? I do. I always tell them I'm Russian. And then I don't have much. I'm not a citizen of the United States. I can't sign the thing. (laughs) Or I I sign it as somebody else. Oh, that's great, Brad. (laughs) Like, for real. Like, oh, that's I signed it as Oprah Winfrey. Really? That's how I signed it as. Okay. So, anyway, find out which day he wants to do. and I did. (laughs) Did he already tell you? Um, I don't know. I haven't. I had turned my phone off. Why'd you have to turn your phone off? Because I didn't want it to uh, (laughs) to, noise. You have to turn... Just keep on. What are you going to say? The Rodco Foldomatic. (laughs) Hey, do not be hard on me because I was, let's see, who was I? It was with another Gigazoid, and we were sitting there and we were talking about something, and he was going to fix something. And he's like, oh, we have the same phone. He was the first person I had ever seen with a a, uh, Z Fold 3. And you know what? 
that guy, I know exactly what you're talking about. That guy was an escapee from a mental institution. That's no, he wasn't. He actually <laughs> That's why he had the same phone. the best you. phone by far he's ever had. Oh, yes, and yours already broke, and you had to pay big money, even though you got a warrant to get it fixed, right? Did you no, get it? I got charged nothing. I thought you said you had to pay like 300 bucks to get a new one. That's No, that's if I wanted to get the upgraded Z4. Oh, what do you have? The Z3? The, yeah. Okay. You, you have the Ronco Foldomatic Z3. I don't know. They had subdomains or sub submodels. Oh, God, you're such a man. <laughs> the, smartest man the smartest man in the world, Mike Otten, says, vote no, then complain to your state representatives and senators. Okay. By the way, <laughs> there's... If there's an ad I heard the other day for a politician, I'm trying to get this ad because I heard the, the myself, I can't believe they're running that ad. And by the way, have you heard the story that huh. you know you know how Doctor Oz came out came to prominence? You know how the whole story you know how it became prominent? Oprah? Yes, he was on he was a guest on Oprah's show and then he yeah. got his own show through Everybody knows that. Through his Harpo Productions. Yesterday guess you guess who she invo- in, in, endorsed? Oh, did she? Not the doc- other guy. Yes, the other guy. She she uh, she uh, she endorsed the the you know the the Marvel the Marvel guy, the you know the 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 cartoon character from Marvel. Stop it. No, seriously, that's who she endorsed. She endorsed the cart the cartoon character. I you know. <laughs> what are you talking about? She endorsed the dude who can't talk. The guy who had so the, you're calling him a cartoon character. I've said it what all the along. Hell, I've said it all along. He looks like something. Out of, he looks like some superhero villain. He's like, hey, let's go, let's go see Spider-Man. You it's, need to stop that. But Shelley, what? There are some things where what if if the if the if the if it sticks, you got to let it stick. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Right. Uh, and whatever, Brad. <laughs> see, the crazy thing is, I'm thinking now. I'm thinking to the point where. People are voting for him because he's winning in the polls, and they think he's going to win the election. I think there are people going like, okay, who would be the worst person we could put in? John Fetterman. Let's vote for him. You know would I mean? he it's be like, uh, it, the first handicapped person? No, he'd be like the in the Senate, he'd be the 99th handicapped person in the Senate. <laughs> Along with the beers on the wall? Right. There's no, there's everybody else in the Senate's handicapped. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, after if you watch the debate, the very first thing he says, he says, they, they introduced him and he says, thank you and good night. That's the first thing he says. Okay. Think about that for a minute. Okay. Thank you and good night. Like he's he's done. He's you know they introduce him and he's okay. That's it. I get my introduction. Can I go home now? You know. Can I go home and have my soup? You know. I mean, I, I'm telling you. I mean, like let's say he was a doctor, and you had some kind of weird disease that there's only you know there's only like a handful of doctors that operate on you to cure you, and you show up at his office and you start talking to him, and the guy doesn't make any sense. Would you feel real comfortable about him operating on you? No. Okay. Well, that, we had to think about that for a I minute. I was thinking about no. I actually, they're they're redoing the streets in my neighborhood. Yeah. And I mean to tell you, they're starting before seven. Yeah. And they're going to like seven at night. I I don't blame them. If I were in your neighborhood, I'd start at seven at night and go to seven in the morning. <laughs> Let's wake up everybody in Shelley's neighborhood. We'll get out there with the concrete, you know. With I the, will not with hesitate the, to go with, to the county. with the concrete breaker, and we'll get the skid steers. That's exactly what they're using. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. That's what you're hearing, right? <laughs> yes, and it's shaking my walls. I, I know it shakes the whole house. If things start falling off right. my walls, they're going to be paying for it. Remember, they did that at, at the studios here about <laughs> three or four years ago. 
they were chopping up the street, and they'd start at like 7 in the morning, and the stuff in the studio would shake. Bonk, bonk, yes. bonk. It's like, That's what's going it's on. It's like mini earthquakes. You know what? You know why they're doing that? John, why? John Fetterman called up and said, where does Shelly Barber live? And they go, well, she lives down in St. Charles County, unincorporated. Okay, get that concrete breaker out there at 6.30 in the morning, start breaking that concrete. Okay, well, it's, Mr. A, it's Fetterman. ridiculous. I mean, it was by the end of my dogs are going crazy, and by yeah. the end of the day, yeah. I was so mad I was about ready to go out and have little contractor feet sticking out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I got another good one there. <laughs> and if you use it, you'll be in trouble. And 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 here's 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 Shelly going out here's Shelly going out and you know and, and the contractor looks at it and goes what? <laughs> who is that is that Adam Sandler <laughs> and then and then Shelly goes if you don't watch it I'm gonna eat you up and your your feet are gonna be sticking out of my mouth because I'm gonna eat you up and they said what <laughs> I'm sorry God you are such a kid. It never, I mean, like, for real, you are a child. You are a man child. Well, you know, do do I want to be young at heart? Oh, God. I have to tell you this story. Um, On one of the Facebook groups I'm in, I'm thinking to myself, just shoot me now. Was it the Lonely Hearts Club? No, it's, it's, it's the year after my high school graduation my high school graduation nobody exists anymore nobody cares nobody that's because they thought you were dead no 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 my high school year my year of graduation nobody they don't we don't we haven't had a haven't had a reunion in 30 years nobody cares nobody you know but yet the class behind me is like got this group that must have 5000 people in it and they chronicle their daily lives on a daily basis on 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 facebook and i'm going like I'm so sick, and because I get I get the notifications because I'm in the group. You know, hey, so and so in your group said blah blah blah. Check it out. You know, you get that kind of stuff. And I look at them. I'm going like, shoot me now, just shoot me now, okay? I we got to take a break because we're behind. It's six forty. What time is it? Six forty-nine. Oh my god. Yep, and way, it's your fault. We're way late. It is BS show. A song that for years confused me. You know why? It's probably moot. <laughs> You don't want to know why it confused me? No, why did it confuse you? In high school, I knew a girl whose name was Jessie. So every time I heard that song, I thought to myself, okay, Jessie, Jessie is a girl, and she's going out. With, see, that show could, that song could be appropriate right now because Jessie is a girl, and and Jessie's a friend of mine, but he's not a he, he's a she, he's an it, he's a, I don't know, whatever it is. And so he's got a girl, Jessie is a girl, and Jessie's girl is is Jesse's girl. But Jesse's a girl as well too. Get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But what I what I think is makes it magnificent what? is that they actually use the word moot and it's in a song and it it's a, it applies. He says moot in that song? Yes. No he doesn't. I yes he does. Where? Hold on. I I got to look at this lyrics up. He says The point is probably moot. No. There's no yes. way. Hold on a minute. Shelly can't be right on this. There's no way Shelly could be right. Hey, bite me, buddy. <laughs> Jesse's girl lyrics. Okay, if you're right on this, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give up and just say, okay, Shelly, I'm leaving. You run the show today. I'm gone. I'm going back to bed. Standard bet, buddy. <laughs> I'm going back to bed. You really, you ready to girl, do that? 
Hold it. Lyrics. Okay, well, hold on. Standard bet. Uh, answer, answer before you look. Hold it. Here, here. Jesse's a, a friend. I, yeah, I know he's been a good friend of mine, but lately something's changed that I, it's hard to find. Jesse's got himself a girl, and I want to make her mine. And she's watching him with those eyes. She's loving him with that body. I just know it. Yeah, and she's holding her hand in his arm in his arms late late at night. You know, I wish I had that. Jesse's girl. I wish I had Jesse's girl. Where can I find a woman like that? I'll play along with the charade. Hold on a minute. Oh, my God, she's right. There, <laughs> there doesn't seem to be a reason to change. You know, I feel so dirty when they start talking cute. I want to tell her that I love her, but the point is probably not true. That's what it says. The point is probably that's not. That's not what it says, Brad. <laughs> you know that's not what but it says. But the point is probably moot. I am the queen <laughs> of the airwaves today. <laughs> you are. Because she's watching him with those eyes. She's loving him, him with that body. I just know it. And he's holding her in her arms late, late at night. You know, I wish I had. Jesse's girl. You know. There's this guy. Uh-huh. I'm going to lift one Bring of the, it, buddy. I'm going to lift one of these a segment from this guy. This guy's name is Adam Neely, and this guy is a musical genius. Now, okay, before we get to him, I want to circle back <coughs> to the fact I was what was that word? Weird? No. Strange? Nope. Bizarre. <laughs> no, Brad. <laughs> what? Just say it. Hold it. Okay, okay. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to try to have that word come out of my mouth. Okay. I'm trying to make my lips. Okay, here I'm going to start right now. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just can't even do it, can you? Let me read those lyrics again. I want to tell her that I love her, but the point is probably not true. That's what it says. I just That's read... not what it says, and you know it. <laughs> My God, help me here. So, so and if you, <laughs> if you sit there and you gang up on me, no. I'm going to bring Okay, but whoa, what I was going to say, this Adam Neely guy has gotten me looking at music oh. in a whole different way, okay? Because if you, if you sort of dissect that song, it's like, donk. Donk, donk, and there's the guitar in the background. Donk, 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 Absolutely correct, sir. You know what? You should go to law school because you know why? Why? You'd be great in moot court. What? Moot court. You know what moot court is? I have no clue. Look it up, okay? I don't want to. (laughs) Because I'm right. Because you know I'm right. Moot court. Okay, we have to take a break. Okay, ready? It is... I can't believe you're right. I really can't believe it. I, see, that goes show, hurts. That shows Thanks, me with the lyrics. I, I probably heard that song hundreds of times. I've never heard that word in that song. Okay, and then she says, okay. Okay, here we go. It's 6.59. <laughs> it is BS.show. Shelly, I know you're probably thinking, why is Brad playing that kinky song, right? I, I feel um, like it was very important for you. It is. And it's because I found out something just yesterday, it was crazy how I found this. The lady's name, the group is called The Divinals. Um, and the lady's name, who is the lead singer, her name is Christine Amphlett. 
A-M-P-H, let me get it right, A-M-P-H-L-E-T-T, Amphlet, okay? Uh-huh. She was born October 29th, excuse me, October 25th, 1959, in Victoria, Australia, and unfortunately, she died in 2013 at the age of 53. She, Aww. She died of breast cancer. Now, what's interesting about it is she was Australian, and she died in 2013, and as she was essentially... You know, living out of the last couple of years, very publicly having breast cancer and admitting to people that she probably wasn't going to make it to much longer. She became very much a proponent for women and to take care of themselves to try to, you know, early detection of breast cancer. So after she died, a group of Australian singers, including Olivia Newton-John, they redid that song. And it was a, it was, they did it in 2014 as a tribute to Amphlet, and also it was called I Touch Myself Project. And they were trying to convince the women of Australia to self-examine their breasts. And I thought to myself, wow, isn't that, I mean, what an interesting tribute. And because of the fact that, because, you know, once again, Christine Amphlet, the lead singer in that song, was very much up front. And she, not only should, was she in, she was in a bunch of movies as well, too. She was in a movie, and one of the movies she played, she played somebody's mother, which I, I'm try, I can't try that either. Anyway, this was the Cancer Consult NSW, which is like, I guess it would be like the American Cancer Society in England. And the, the women who were on this song called the I Touch Myself Project were Olivia Newton-John, Megan Washington, Sarah McLeod, Katie Noonan, Sarah Blasco, Susie DeMarkey, Deborah Conway, Kate Sobrano, Little Patty, and Connie Mitchell. Most of those, I mean, obviously we know, we recognize Olivia Newton-John. And the sad part of it is Olivia Newton-John just passed away as well, too. And I believe, was, was it breast cancer for her? I know it was cancer, but was it breast cancer for Olivia Newton-John? Do you remember that? I- I'm not sure. Okay, so either way, it was a tragedy. Anyway, I thought it was sort of interesting because of the fact that I thought to myself, you know what? I and I read this story about how they redid this song, and it got to be a huge hit to the point where it made like the top fifty uh, in June of 2014 on the Australian charts, the ARIA. I think that's the Australian Radio Industry Association charts, whatever. It was in the top fifty as a song, and it. And, and also there was a way to donate money, uh, and it raised millions of dollars. I just thought it was sort of interesting. Now you're probably thinking... Hey, you've heard that song before, right? Oh, we used to play it all the time. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm, you know, it's to the point where if you watch the video, and the sad part of it is, well, not the sad part, but it's actually Christine Amphlett is the lead singer, and in the video, she is a knockout. I mean, she's just, at the time, this was recorded, this was 19... 1990, so it's 32 it years a while. ago. Long time ago. And yeah. at the time, she was only, I think she was only like 20 or 21 or so. Well, let me think about that. In 1980, she would have been, she was born in what, 59? Is that what it said? 59. So in 1980, she would have been 50, 60. She, yeah, she would have been 21, right? 21. She was born in, in 59. Bump it up a year. No, she would have been well, 31. I was born in 64. No, she would have so. been 31. Okay, 60. To, so she's she would have been 30, five. 31 years old. 31 years old when when yeah. when when she died. I mean, when she when when the song was recorded. Okay, and she was in a bunch of movies as well too. Wow. Um, matter of fact, um, she was on she was on Broadway, um, and she did a uh, bunch of different stuff. Anyway, Christine Amphlett, I touch myself. It was not Brad being kinky, 
you know, once again, I don't know. This radio station is targeted at women. Um, we, I personally appreciate women. I think whatever man can do, women can do better. I said it yesterday. I'll say it again today. If we pass the constitutional amendment that all the offices of the United States, all the political offices at all levels, from the president all the way down to the mayor of your city, had to be women, the country would be a better place. And by the way, once again, I had somebody, you know, this whole democracy thing, okay? My source is Wikipedia, okay? And when you, and it's interesting, you know, sometimes you know things about things, but then you don't know anything about it. You know, if you just go to Wikipedia and you type that in. That is my everyday existence. United States. If you just type in the United States in Wikipedia, okay? And it refers to it as if nobody knows what the United States is. The United States of America, commonly known as the United States, is a country located in North America. It consists of 50 states, a federal district, five major unincorporated territories, nine minor, minor outlying islands, and 326 Indian reservations. Did you know that? The United States is the third largest country by both land and total area. The United States shares land borders with Canada. It's north, Mexico with its south. It has maritime borders with the Bahamas, Cuba, Russia, and other nations with a population of over 331 people. It's the third most populous country in the world. National capital is Washington, D.C. Most populous city and financial center is New York City. Now, here's what's interesting about it. If you go down and you go way down here, because remember Biden the other day says, you know, we're a democracy, democracy, okay? We're not a democracy. Guess what we are? We're a country that's in, de in desperate need of some help. We are a federal... We are the laughingstock of the world. We are a federal representative republic. And if oh, you look, my bad. And if you look up that... <laughs> Guess I went the wrong way. <laughs> a federal republic is a federation of states with a republican form of government. At its core, the literal meaning of the word republic when used to reference a form of government means, quote, a country that is governed by elected representatives and by an elected leader, such as a president, rather than a king or queen. In a federal republic, a division of powers exists between the federal government and the government of the individual subdivisions. While each federal republic manages this division of powers differently, common matters relating to security, defense, monetary policy are usually handled at the federal level, while matters such as infrastructure, maintenance, and education policy are usually handled at the regional or local level. That's what we are. We're not a democracy. We're a federal representative republic. So when, <coughs> hold on a minute, when you hear somebody say, it's a democracy, you just, I'm sorry, but we're not a democracy. Because if we were a democracy, we'd vote on everything. If they decide they want to put in, you know, like in St. Charles, they want to put in a new, a new white castle, they would be it on the ballot. Hey, do you want a new white castle on Highway 94? You know, and if, and if, if the Hoffmans tried to buy more places in, in Washmo, huh. it would be on the ballot. Do you want to have the Hoffmans own city hall? Yeah, let them buy city hall. We don't need it anymore. Did they... Do they really want to do that? Oh, yeah, they're going to buy City Hall. Huh. Yeah, they're going to turn it into a winery. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you keep on saying you're sorry, and we all know that's a bunch of BS because okay. you're not. We're on the air. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. And this is Brad trying to diagnose a problem, which we have a noise on Shelly's line, and I can't figure out what it is. Okay. The output, it's called Shelly. The output of your board, what is that? What kind of connector is that? The output of your board, what is it? Is it, a, uh, is it an XLR? Is it is a phone jack? Is it RCA? What is it? What, what feeds into your computer? What's the ca cable that goes from your board into your computer? What, oh. what cable is that? Hold on. Because we're going to try to figure this out. We're going to do this oh, troubleshooting okay. right here on the air. All right, is it to the point where you're close? Yeah, where you can get out? it's an XLR. Okay. Unplug it. Okay. 
Okay, did you did, was it unplugged? Yes. Okay, so it's not in the board. We're working our way backwards. It's Do you want me to um, just change it? Change the. Uh... No, no. If you want, okay. you, you had it unplugged here for like three or four seconds at least, correct? Yeah, I just didn't want the noise to go out on the air. <laughs> We're already getting noise. Like, like. Is this on the air? Yeah. What do you mean? Is this on the air? No, I mean I know you and I are on the air, but this little. Oh, it, it left. What'd you do? No, I didn't do anything. It's still there. It's on. It's oh, on. It, it's, it's on. I. I. I'm trying to work backwards. I don't think it's my channel strip here on the board. I think I don't know where it's at. Anyway, we'll try to figure it out. I'll work on it over the weekend. That'll be my weekend project. Now, what did you just do there? I, I, it hit, might be my headphones. You hit them. You hit something. You keep hitting something. I, this is my, my, uh, are you hitting yourself in the head with that, with, with that baseball bat again? Like I've seen you do. What did you say? <laughs> what did you just say? I don't know. Who knows? Okay. Um, <laughs> you mean the one I'm going to sit there and hit you upside the yeah, head the one, with? The one, one? Is, the one that's going to be on my head pretty soon, right? The one that's <laughs> going to impact my cranium, okay? Hey, man, don't get me uh, busted off of Facebook. Okay. Interesting story. This is out of, at least I think it's an interesting story. This is out of, what state is this? Um, Washington. Washington State. There's a guy running for... Uh, Democratic candidate, what's he running for? A state house, okay? He's running for a state house in Washington. His name is, is uh, his last name is Shavers, Brett Shavers. No, hold it. His uh, father of, his son's name, the father's name is Brett. The son's name is Clyde. Clyde is running for a uh, seat in the Washington state house, okay? And Clyde claims that he was in the Navy and he has all these certification of the Navy, and he claims that he was a nuclear submarine officer. Specifically, he was the guy that ran the uh, nuclear power plants in the, uh, in the um, um, you know, in, in, in the submarines, okay? His father says, BS. Matter of fact, his father wrote a letter said, quote, Clyde was never a submarine officer, not even for a day. And his father said, Brett, a Marine, he's a Marine veteran, wanted to dis- dismiss any notion his son served proudly in the military, going so far as to say Clyde Shavers had, quote, a disdain for enlisted service members. He was an officer. Clyde is only disdain for the military. I've seen Clyde's use of veteran status used heavily as a seal of endorsement of honor and integrity, even as his he or his campaign continually uses the phrase son of a Marine for his credibility. So in other words, Brett, the father, is upset because, first off, is A, his son hated being in the, in the Navy, and B, he uses his father's uh, fact that he was a Marine as credibility. He continued, quote, there are no words that I have come close to to overemphasize Clyde's negative view of the military, his disdain of enlisted service members, and his revulsion to wear the uniform. You think they're going to have any fun at, fun at, hell, at, at Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> you think they're, they're going to be sitting around the dinner table? Dad, what did you do that? Well, son, you lied. Well, I didn't lie, Dad. You lied, son. Can you imagine this? Is this crazy or what? It's pretty cray-cray. I mean, dysfunctional family, can you say that? I mean, geez, Louise. You know, my family is perfectly functional. Can you hear this? Can I hear what? Them stomping the ground. Oh, they're they're still chopping up the concrete in front of your house? Dude, I'm upstairs and it's literally shaking my house. Uh, let me think I've got uh you know, I mean Friday I could play Shake Your Booty. Would that make you feel any better? Would you do that? <laughs> Actually I want madness. <laughs> since I was right. Uh, you're right about what? Moot point? 
Okay. 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 Then. Or my immortal. Don't you think, oh, no. ladies and gentlemen, don't you think that, that I deserve to have a favorite song played every so often? I'm not playing that. It's not that. like I don't, I'm not a part of the show. You know what? And it's not like I'm right all the time because I'm not. I don't know if I told you this or not. When I first started playing My Immortal on KSOQ several years ago, one day the sheriff showed up and he served me four times. Four different lawsuits. And I go, Why? what in the world is this? I opened the lawsuits. All of them were suits where people were driving along, listening to our radio station. My Immortal came on. They fell asleep at the wheel, and they ran off the road and crashed their car. And I was being don't, sued because be I, busting on my favorite song, <laughs> I put them to sleep when they were driving their car, and I was responsible because it was on the radio. Um, anyway, Ooh. what was that? Can, it, can you hear... No, I don't hear anything. What's going on in I the, just on hear, the air? I just hear this What's crazy... What's going on in the microphone? I just hear this crazy noise that I'm trying to figure out where it's coming from. Okay. Is it on the air is what I'm asking. The noise? Yes. Yes, yeah, on the air. Oh. Here, okay, I, here, I don't here, hear here, it here. off the air. Okay, here. I'm going to turn your pot down, okay? Okay, there's your pot's down. There's your pot's up. The noise is there. It's way down. Okay. It's, it's probably, let me look at the meters if I can see it that far. It's not moving the meters, so it's probably 30, 40, 50 dB down. But still, you can hear it. Okay? Okay. The editorial that came out in the Post-Dispatch yesterday, which, quite honestly, I couldn't believe. And what's interesting is, if you know the Post-Dispatch, and I know, here we're going to go, we're going to talk about this to the point where people are going to say, well, I live in Washmore, I live in Warrington, or I live in St. Peter, as I live in Wentzville, I live in Jefferson County, I live in Arnold, I live in Edwardsville. No. The problem is... I live is, in Hoffmanville. <laughs> The problem is that even though you think you live and everything's great, and it may be great, you may have a wonderful little community and great police department and county may be great and the city may be great and everything's wonderful. The problem is we have this reputation for the entire St. Louis area. And even though you live in Frank Con Franklin County or Jefferson County or Warren County or St. Charles County or You're still Madison, part of yes, the STL. Exactly. You're still part of STL. So the Post-Dispatch came out and essentially said, okay, this is really getting bad. This is terrible. The city needs to do something. The mayor needs to do something. The, the, the prosecuting attorney needs to do something. Now, what's interesting about this is well, normally... Well, I'm so glad somebody spoke up. Well, but the interesting thing is the editorial board of the Post-Dispatch is very liberal in nature. And normally, if the mayor says, everybody should wear green shoes to work tomorrow, the Post-Dispatch would have an editorial. The mayor said everybody should wear green shoes to work tomorrow, so we agree with her. We think it's a great idea to wear green shoes to work on Saturday morning. I mean, they normally just go, they just totally eviscerated her, you know, the Kim Gardner, the whole bit. And they, the quote in there is, I told you the story about, about the, the sheriff got, got <laughs> two guys came up to a sheriff in his uniform with his gun on, stuck a gun in his face and said, give me your car keys, give me your gun. They stole the sheriff's car, took his gun at gunpoint. Okay, a sheriff in uniform. And the head sheriff essentially said, you know what? When it gets to the point where they're essentially so brazen that they're going and sticking a gun in the face of a police officer in uniform and they're taking his gun and stealing his car, things have gotten out of hand. And they have. It's gotten out of hand. And to the point where I love downtown St. Louis. I've always loved downtown St. Louis. I have not been in downtown St. Louis for a while. And quite honestly, I'm thinking to myself, uh, if I go to downtown St. Louis, 
I think I need to get my welder out. I need to weld steel plates over my windows so they don't knock my windows out. <laughs> I need to wear my Kevlar underwear. <laughs> I need to see if I can somehow, you know, sneak, uh, sneak my bazooka into, into a backpack so I can defend myself. It's just gotten nutty. And I, I, when Tiffany used to work down in North St. Louis, right, I would drive down there and try to see her at lunch, right. And she says, "Mom, you need to be aware of your surroundings down here." <laughs> no, uh, okay, but see, now the latest thing is, we've talked about this, Emerson Electric. You know where Emerson Electric is? I well, where it's going to leave. Yes, they're talking about it's been bought out by some some you know once again some private equity firm yes and they've been in st louis the headquarters has been in st louis for 132 years yep they they are probably going to leave and one of the reasons is you know what one of the reasons is they won't no. come on say this you know where their headquarters are no ferguson oh yeah I, kn- I knew that that i knew that do you know that during the mike brown riots and how do i know this because i talked to the guys during the michael brown riots there's a transformer, a substation, an Ameren UE substation right there in West Florissant, just would be on the north side of the Emerson campus. Do you know they had not one, not two, but three Missouri, Air, Missouri National Guard Humvees, those guys protected that substation for weeks because they were afraid they got some kind of information that, they were, that people were going to attack the substation and knock out the power to Emerson. So they had Missouri National Guard protecting the power substation. I'm going like, what? How do I know that? I know one of the guys who was on patrol there. I know one of the guys who was assigned there. And when he told me this, I go, hold on a minute. So in other words, your job was to protect the substation? He says, we had on good authority there were guys going to come in. And he told me exactly how they were going to do it. They were going to buy, like, steel pipe. Like conduit Don't and stuff like that. No, no, no. Radio. They were going to throw it onto the power lines and short everything out. They were just going to throw it up in the air. Way you know? to go, Brad. Well, that's what they were going to do. So, in case anybody didn't get that, would you repeat it? <laughs> yes, they were going to sh- throw steel conduit onto the power lines, short Stop everything it. out. And, and, but I'm going like, okay, so so once again, we, we have all these companies that have left St. Louis. And you know what? I don't get it. I mean, think about it the entire area. I think, remember, I, I went through this thing. I got to figure this out. I think we are one of the top five states for having the most number of interstates in our, in our, in our, in our, in our, in our, in, our, in, the, in the state well, of Missouri. we're basically the crossroads well, of yes. we have the, the United States. We have the confluence of the two largest rivers. The Missouri River flows into the Mississippi, just north of downtown, you know, between Alton and downtown St. Louis. We have all these interstates, 55, 44. 64, 70, and that's just in the St. Louis area. You go down south, you got, what is it, 57, um, 72 comes into Hannibal. Over in the west side of the state, you've got, you know, 29, 35, 49, all these crazy interstates. You know, it's like, okay, we're right in the middle of the country. We got all these rail lines that go right through St. Louis. We got all this infrastructure here. We've got this huge monster airport that nobody uses anymore. I don't get it. What the hell's wrong with our area? It's, you know what it is? It's bad PR. That's what it is. It's bad PR. People go, oh, my God, St. Louis is terrible. Not moving there. And part of it is, it's all National Lampoon's fault. What? <laughs> it's National Lampoon's fault. Okay. Don't you? Isn't that your fault, too? <laughs> yeah, it's all my fault. But, but it's National Lampoon's fault. 
you remember the movie? What is it? Uh, National Lampoon, Summer Vacation, whatever it was, yeah. where, where Chevy Chase, remember, they came through St. Louis and they got off the interstate and they ended up in North City and <laughs> and they were like stealing their car. Don't you remember this part of yes, the movie? Yes, I do. <laughs> it doesn't help the city of St. Louis that no matter, everything that comes out is negative. Negative, the Michael Brown thing, everything's negative. You know, once again, when the Michael Brown thing was going on, how many people called you up and say, Shelly, are you safe? People who lived in other places of the country, I probably got a dozen calls like that. Brad, uh, I, th- I see things are just terrible there. Are you okay? Uh, that's just, it's like a square mile. What? You mean like the whole city's not in fire? Nope, just a little area up in North County. You know, it's matter of fact, it's one street. It's like West Florissant from like the Jennings City limits up through Delwood, you know, a little bit north of Chambers. That's pretty much. But you mean the whole city's not on fire? No, the whole city's not on fire. This is not Beirut, Lebanon. The entire city is not under siege. It's just one area. Once again, people think that. I mean, remember when they the do. floods... They do. That is very true. I, I do agree with you. And when floods, Ooh, we're talking hurt. about people going like, is the arch underwater? Let me tell you, if the arch is underwater, we're all in trouble <laughs> because it's like way, yeah. ab- it's way yeah. above the, you know, walk it's those bar right there. Walk those steps from L.K. Sullivan up to the, the base of the arch. And if you think that the water went that high, the east side, you know, if the water went that high, east side would be gone. There would be nothing left at the east side. Cahokia, East St. Louis, Allerton, you know, Sauge. That would be terrible if we lost Sauge. All those places. The water would go yeah. all the, Your the, alma mater. Right. The water would go all the way over to 157 where the bluffs are. The water would if the water if the, the water was they ruined my youth. <laughs> right, right. Sauge. You know what the crazy thing is? I, I don't, oh, that's I funny. I haven't been in Sauge in a while. I have to go over there. I used to work. See, I tell people, I used to work on Sajay. By the way, I'm going to make, hopefully, I'm going to get this guy on the phone in the next couple of minutes. I've got a special guest, and he may or may not answer the phone because he's not real wild about going in the air with me. And not only that, he says he doesn't wake up till 9 o'clock in the morning. So maybe he's, I'm going to call well, him. Well, it's a good thing he doesn't live in my subdivision, <laughs> then, isn't it? <laughs> maybe chopping up his street. Okay, it's 729. It's BS show, and it's party town. It's Friday morning. J.C. Corcoran used to play this last song, and his show on Fridays all the time got to be sort of his St. Louis Friday anthem. You know what? A couple other radio stations picked it up as well, too. And it's sort of sad. Glenn Fry has left us much too early. All these, Indeed. Yeah, all these talented people that, you know, that, you know, die way before their time. Okay. It is 735. I am going to make a phone call here. And if this is either going to be really good or it's going to be crash and burn. First off, I don't know if this guy's going to answer the phone. I'm not going to say who it is. I'm just do it live on the air. I'm going to hit this button right here. It should start to ringing here. And one ringy dingy. There's one. There it is, right there. We'll just see what happens. He normally doesn't wake Hello, up. Hello, it's Greg. Hey, Greg. Brad Hildebrand, you're on the air. How you doing? Is this okay to have you on the air? Um, yes. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing fine. Thank you for letting. And I know you. you this is sort of early for you. I appreciate you taking my call. Okay. Here. Oh, no problem. Here's what happened. I posted an article. This is actually sort of interesting. My son found an article about Alan Barklage on a website about how he was a hero, you know, in Vietnam, a hero in the United States, you know, thwarted a prison breakout, saved people from drowning in Mississippi. I mean, just an all-around guy. Alan Barklage was a friend of mine. Alan Barklage taught me how to fly. I put this article up on my Facebook page, and you responded, correct? Yes. Now, what's your relationship with Alan Barklage? He was a, a good friend of mine's 
uh, brother-in-law and that good friend of mine, we used to be basically almost like brothers. So I used to be over at their house all the time. That was like my second home. So, you so I was kn- around Alan a lot. So you knew Alan pretty well. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing was, when I put this post up, you mentioned, it's on my Facebook page. You can look right now. You were there when I had the, when I wrestled the female mud wrestlers, correct? <laughs> Yes, I was. Okay. With, with you and Alan. <laughs> okay. So so I have told this story before, and people don't believe me. We got, both Alan and I, got the living daylights kicked out of it, correct? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did they, Alan, they? Alan being so small, and you know, he was small and thin, and they were kind of, kind of throwing him around like a rag And But the thing about it is, remember, Alan was an athlete. Alan was a very, you know, strong guy. Alan, oh, I think, yeah. ran cross-country. Alan, you know, he wasn't that big of a guy, but you wouldn't want to get in a fight with him because you'd probably come out in the bad end of that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. So it was, do you remember what where it was? It was someplace over in Illinois, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it was in Illinois. I don't remember exactly the name of the place. But yes, it was over in Illinois, and, and from what I remember, it was supposed to be, they were supposed to be, I guess, amateurs, and it turned out they were professional mud wrestlers. Yes. And you had a, you were wearing some kind of like a caveman. Yes. They, they <laughs> and made, that, that's one thing that always <laughs> sticks out with me. I always remember that. They made us wear, wear these weird costumes. Okay. 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 Let me tell you, let me tell you a little something you don't know. Okay. So this is actually sort of a weird story. I wasn't supposed to be there that day. Uh, Alan, I don't know if you know this part of the story. This is sort of weird. Alan was on the air in the mornings. It was Phillips and Wall. In the afternoon, it was John Larrabee. Now, unfortunately, John Larrabee is also no longer with us. He died a couple years ago. Okay. John Larrabee was the afternoon guy. And all I'll say is one day, about a week before this mud wrestling, mud wrestling thing, my boss, Ron Grubbs, comes into the studio. I, at the time, I think I was doing middays. I don't know what I was doing. I was working at the old KSOQ. I was doing some shift. And Ron sticks his nose in the studio. I'm in another studio recording <laughs> commercials. And he comes in and he says, Brad? I go, yes, Mr. Grubbs. He says, starting tomorrow, you're the afternoon guy. And I looked at him and go, what happened to John? Well, John's going to take a leave of absence. Unfortunately, John had to go take care of some problems. Okay, let's just leave it at that. Okay, so all of a sudden, I'm the guy doing afternoons. So the first day, this was like on a Monday, and this mud wrestling was <laughs> wrestling was on Saturday, and so all of a sudden, Alan talks to me on you know like before we go on the air, he says, Brad, he says, you know, I'm supposed to mud wrestle these women over in Illinois on Saturday, <laughs> and it's going to be John John Larby and I. I you know I heard you talking about. It. He says, Well, guess what? You got to do it with me. I go, what? And he goes, yes, you're elected. You're going to mud wrestle these women. And I'm going like, I don't think so. And he says, you got, you can't back out on me if John's, because John was gone for like a month. So we should, and I can't remember the charity. It was like, it was like a VFW hall or something like that. Wasn't it like? Yeah, that's, yeah, something like that. Yes. I want to say it was in Dupo and it was like, I think it was for, for American Cancer Society or something like that. It was a fundraiser, and there are other things going on. So here's the part of the story that you don't know. As Alan and I get out of our cars and walk up to, we're still outside. We walk up to where we're supposed to go inside and mud wrestle these women. This guy comes over to us, and 
him and a couple of his buddies, they're all sitting on their Harleys. And the guy comes up to Al and I and goes, hey, are you the guy who's going to mud wrestle? I go, yeah, that's <laughs> us. And we introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Brad Hildebrand. Hi, this is Alan Barklage. Okay. He looks at us with a real stern face and he says, you know, these are our girlfriends. And <laughs> if you hurt them, we'll meet you here in the parking lot after it's over. And, oh, no. and, and I sort of laughed and went, yeah, right. And, and the guy <laughs> says, no, we're serious. These are our girlfriends. And if you harm a hair on their head, we're going to beat the living blank out of you. Okay, fine. <laughs> so Al and I go and go like, okay. So I think I was first. I can't remember. So here's what happens. We're in this big thing of mud. I'm in my, my, my caveman costume. I don't know how and I got a caveman costume. But, and so the very first thing that happened, the referee blows the whistle. The woman I'm wrestling reaches down into the mud grabs a great big handful of mud, throws it in my face so I can't see, oh, and no. then kicks me in the groin. Do you remember that oh, part of it? <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> and so I double up. I fall over into the mud. I'm going like, I don't think. And then she just started just, you were there, right? She beat the oh, crap yeah. out of me, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, both of you. And, that's <laughs> what, that, and it's reminiscent of the movie Stripes, except for it was like a PG version. There wasn't any... <laughs> removing of clothes or anything but it, it reminded me totally of that where it was just like it was all one-sided pretty much because we were afraid to try to wrestle with them because we were afraid that if we wrestled with them we'd meet the good old boys you know these these gals boyfriends out in the parking oh, lot afterwards yeah. and the crazy part of it was I didn't bring any change of clothes with me. I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, no. And neither did Alan. So after the thing was over, we're going like, okay, how do we clean up? They gave us a hose out in back of the building. We literally, <laughs> we literally hosed off with a garden hose, and that was our thing. So, so you are an eyewitness that this actually happened, correct, Greg? Oh, yes. It, de it definitely <laughs> happened, that's for sure. <laughs> so did and I, re I remember it to this day, and that's what, I mean, that was... How many years ago? Like thirty oh, some odd. Oh my God! I think 40? this. I think this was like 1980, 1981. It was a long time. Ago. It yes. was like it was over thirty years ago. Now, now, did did Alan ever talk about this to you? We we kind of joked around about it here and there after that, but yeah, it was pretty. It, I it mean, was pretty. I mean, it was comical, but I mean, it was scary for you guys. I we didn't. I didn't know that part of it. And. With, and they, they were threatened, but that makes a whole big that puts a whole nother light on. And you were correct; they were professional wrestlers, and these women were in great shape. I don't mean that they oh, yes. had. I don't mean that they were like shapely. I mean these were athletic women who could have probably beat the crap out of most guys. I mean, am I making that up? Oh no, no, definitely not. God, well, Greg, it, it really was. It was. <laughs> It was wild. It was wild. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, man, what did I get myself into? <sighs> Greg, hey, thank you so much. Um, I mean, you know, I put that up on there because I don't know about you, but you knew him. You knew him as like well, like I did. Alan was one of those guys. When you when he walked in the room, whatever was going on, it got more fun. Am I kidding? Oh, definitely. And he would take he would take a negative and turn it into a positive and still have just a smile on his face. And God. just it was just he was a one of a kind, that's for sure. I, I could totally agree with you. So many different things. I mean, he was one of those people in my life that I look back and I thought to myself, Man, I am not only was I you know, I was 
you know, blessed to know him, but he taught me how to fly helicopters. And he taught me oh, so many things about about aviation and stuff like that. I'm going like God, you know. I feel like like it was like drinking from a fire hose when you you know be with him because he was such an incredible pilot. He was such a natural flyer, and he just made everything thing look so easy. I mean, you, you know, he oh, out. especially yeah. Um, you know, when he did you flew with him before, correct? Yes. I yeah, mean, we flew. I, we flew in the Q copter. <laughs> right in the old KSL Q copter. Yeah, back in the day. Hey, Greg, thank you so much. I appreciate you talking on the phone with me this morning. Oh, I'm I'm glad. You're welcome, and, and thanks a lot for having me. I really appreciate and it. And you vindicated the fact that I didn't make this up. It was all true, no, right? Definitely not. It's <laughs> definitely true. I just wish nowadays. You know, back then there was no smartphones. Yeah. Right. And and. And my Dennis and I, we didn't have cameras or anything with us, so there's no real pictures that I know of. Exactly, it's like going into history. Now you're right, exactly. That's a great point. Now would be uh, would probably be all over YouTube and be like, you know, million. Oh, look at these poor guys get get the crap beat out of them about these two women. You know what I mean? It would be. Yeah. It would be. Hey, Greg, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. You're welcome, and have a nice rest of your day. Okay. Bye bye. How about that, Shelley? <laughs> Is that bizarre or what? I, I have to say that I am so glad you just had this moment. <laughs> I didn't make I that really up. I really do mean that, Brad. I that was, was I was awesome. I was bruised for like a couple of weeks. I think that you were probably, you know, beat. Yeah. They beat the living daylights out of us. Yep. They and popped you like a tick, buddy. <laughs> Once again, because Al and I go like, okay, if we fight back, <laughs> guess what? We may win in the ring, but we lose in the parking lot. You know what I mean? Because these guys' boyfriends are just going to beat the crap out of us. Okay. I mean, it's these gals' boyfriends, so to speak. Okay. <laughs> That's my... God, the things I've done in my life. Oh, I'm man. telling you, Mud dude, wrestling you need to sit there women. and pen and paper your life. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like, people want to hear about me mud wrestling women. And once oh again, my God, it'd once be again, awesome. And they did the same thing to Alan. They blow the whistle, the gal reaches down in the mud, throws mud in, the, in our eyes, kicks us in the groin. Okay? Okay. Fight's over. We're done. <laughs> you know I mean? But no, it wasn't over. They just beat the daylights out of us. She's on top of me, punching me, kicking me, hitting me. And the people in the crowd are going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Seven she f- missed throat punching you. <laughs> yeah, you There be- actually is <laughs> nothing that replaces that. Yeah, right. Okay. That feel and of. Um, don't say that on Facebook because you get in trouble. Conviction. Right. And the feel <laughs> the power of it all. Right. It's 747. Uh-huh. Too sexy uh-huh. for this song. <laughs> I turned you up. You are giving the lyrics. It's BS. Joe. What did you say? <laughs> I said, as I turned your pot up, you're saying you're 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 saying the lyrics as they're singing. It. I'm sorry. So you were on Thank the air. Thank you, Brad. Yeah. You know, when we're not on the air, Shelley tries to say the nicest things to me, but they don't always come out as the nicest things. <laughs> Shelley says to me, Brad, you know what? You know who you sound just like. I go, who's that, Shelly? And she says, Because this is your world, and you can create anything that you want in it. She says, I sound just like Bob Ross. You I do. think sometimes you have we that, work too hard at painting. That. Painting should always be fun. It should make you happy. <laughs> I sound yes. like Bob Ross. Do you know Ross? how many women pawned after that dude <laughs> when I was a little girl? He looked like he worked at a radio station. He worked at the transmitter and touched the wrong connection. I mean, you know. It's a, it, it has, his... <laughs> 
his looks have nothing to do with it, although that was the look back then, and I guess it was sexy to people. John Hewlett, if you from Casey, if you find old pictures of him back in the day, way back in the day of Casey, he had a fro. Now I don't think he has any hair. I mean, you know, <laughs> aging is not kind to people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it's, it's, here's, it's here's, definitely here's a guy who has my a, years have not been kind to me. Right here's a guy who has a fro when he's a young guy. I mean, a big one, like a foot long fro, and now he's. I don't, I don't think he's got any hair anymore. Um, anyway, so you think I sound like Bob Ross? I think you have the uh, same effect on people that Bob Ross did. Okay, ladies, get out your paintbrushes. I think sometimes we work too hard at painting. Painting should always be fun. should make you happy. Yes, yes. Painting should be fun. Come to my house and paint my siding, would you? It's fun. Now, this is your world, and yes. you can create on, anything that you on. want in oh, it. Sorry, it's my dude. world. You, yes, you ladies and you men, come over to my house and wear your old clothes and paint my house for me. That's <laughs> like, it's like that's an old joke. You know the old joke? No. Guy goes into a bar, and he goes up to the bar, and... Not the best-looking guy in the world. And a very attractive lady comes up, sits next to him in the bar, and she goes, Hi, big boy. And the guy says, Yeah? Oh, you're so handsome and attractive. And he goes, Yeah, why would you, why would you come talk to me? Well, I'll do anything for you for $100. And he goes, Anything? She says, Yes, I'll do anything. Anything for $100. And the guy pulls out his wallet, gives her 100 He says, okay, go home and paint my house. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was like a dad joke. It is a dad, it is a dad joke. Although it's the dad joke you don't tell your sons. You don't tell your kids until they're older. You know, that would be. Brad, I, it was a Brad the dad joke. <laughs> you know, with, 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 never mind, I won't go there. Okay. Um, <laughs> we are finishing up this morning. We found out that it was true that I did wrestle professional did women that wrestlers. Did settle some bet from years I have, ago? I have told that story. I've told it before. And I've had people say to me, see, I forgot about the, and you know, he's right. I forgot about the goofy, the goofy caveman costume. Alan and I, I think we both. That was when Geico was doing that. I know this is long before Geico. This is some, I don't remember. No, I, I'm saying that, that was, it was. That the caveman was this, this that ha- particular no, this had something, genre. This had something to do with, uh, I can't remember who it was for, American Cancer Society, muscular. It might have been MDA. It might have been a Jerry Lewis kind of deal, you know, by being an MDA. Because yeah, yeah. I did a ton of MDA stuff. I used to, for years, I was very active with Muscular Dystrophy Association. Did tons of work for them. Matter of fact, one of the cool things we got to do, once a year, they had a camp out at Babbler State Park. And they have a really nice camping area there. And they actually have some cabins. And I'm probably pretty sure it's Babbler out there off of 109. And we, myself and Jeff Andrew, who was my, my partner in crime at the old KSOQ, we go out there once a year. And for the last day they were in camp, we had a party. And we were the DJs. We'd go out and spin records. And it was so nice. Because, in fact, here's all these kids, a lot of them. You know, unfortunately, some of them in wheelchairs, some of them, you know, on crutches and things like that, just having the time of their life, you know? And we did that for years, probably 10, 12 years. And I don't know what happened. We didn't do it anymore, but I don't know. You know, but once again, stuff like that, you know? I mean, a lot of the charitable things I've done through the years, most of them have been good. Some of them have been bad, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I hate to admit that, that sometimes I look back on some of the charities, I think to myself, okay, scam, 
I hate to say that. You know, you and I've talked about this all day. Wow. Fair. No, seriously. There, I mean, seriously, wow. One guy, I won't tell you the story, one guy that we were doing charitable work for ended up in jail because of the fact that we were raising money and he was spending it, but he wasn't spending it on the cause. He was buying cars and stuff like that. True, huh. true story. I'm, okay. I, I won't tell you what the charity was because I don't want to embarrass him because they're still around. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just one of those crazy things. You always get a couple bad apples, you know. I mean, Shelly is like, you know, like, you know. Say so, it. Shelly's double dog dare you. Shelly's the good apple. I'm the bad apple. That's all there's to it. That's better than what you were going to say. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I was going to say. No, that's okay, not true. We have to take one break. We'll be back and we'll sign off. Okay, you ready? One break. One, this is our last break. Actually, this would have been the last, last break, but we're going to break a little bit early and we'll come back. You and I talk for a couple minutes and then we'll play our final song and we'll be done for Friday, okay? But it's 7.58. I know. That's why i got to play these commercials, okay? Oh, well, hurry it's, up and do that. <laughs> if you'll stop talking, I will. <laughs> it's 7. Ignore. Anything more you want to say before I try to play these commercials, Shelly? No. <laughs> okay. It's 7.58. The late, great Sammy Davis Jr. You know, there's something weird about that song. Can I? I are you still there? Are you there, Shelly? I am. Okay. I'm just going to play the beginning of the song, okay? Now. Okay. Have you, have you ever studied music? I have. Okay. So you know how to count off the measures and things like that. One, two, three, yeah, four, but don't two, make me do two, it. three, four. Okay. I'm just going to play the beginning of the song for a minute. Okay. You ready? Yep. He comes in on a weird beat. Every time I hear that song, it's, you know, it's like, you know, like normally there's what they call pickup notes and, you know, where you start like you know, a little bit before measures, things like that. Every time I hear that song, I think to myself, why did he start there? But yet it sounds perfect because he's the expert. He can do that kind of stuff. Okay. <coughs> One last test. Okay, I'm going to do something here. I'm still trying to figure out this noise. Okay? Okay. Interesting. Okay. The noise disappears when I hit this, but I don't think it's because of that. Hold on a minute. Get it out of my head. I turned you off for a minute. Okay. Um, we're done. So... Can I just change one of my... No. Will you just let me do that? Change what? One of my connectors and move it over to another port. No, it's not that because I know it's because because you unplugged the the board, correct? Yes. Okay, so were you going to do that on the board? Yes. Okay, the board's out of it because when you unplug the board, the noise is still there. So in other words, it's not anything in your board. It's not in your microphone. It's not in any place in the board. It's either in your computer or it's somewhere here at the radio station, which... You know, when things go wrong, it's always your fault. It's never mine. Okay. Remember Billy Jean. See, you're mad at me. It's, I, you know, it's my fault. Ew, it's my fault. It's my fault. Stop. It's my. What do you mean? Ooh, just I, stop. I, I dislike him just as much as I do. Uh, Grant Cardone. Cletus McFarlane and Grant Cardone. <laughs> yeah, <yeah>. No. <laughs> How can you not like Cletus McFarlane? Really. I don't know how in the world you can say that. It's it, let me say it again to show you how easy it is for me. Yeah, go ahead. Cletus McFarland. Well, I thought you were going to say something bad about him. I just don't like him. Hold on a minute. I can't get my my computer to work. What right. are you doing? You have to be legal, by the way. <laughs> me legal? Seriously. Ah. <sighs> I can't get it to work. Hold on a minute. No, oh, God. This drives me nuts. This computer's got glitches like, in it. 
like my prostate, you know, like you always say, it drives me out like my prostate. What is that? Is that isn't what they always say? Excuse me? Isn't that what you always say? Boy, this yes. show this show's gone off the deep end, hasn't it? Hold on a minute. <laughs> it kind of started there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get out of here before it gets much worse, okay? It's your fault. I didn't do anything. I'm just, you know, hanging around. How is it my fault? Hold on a minute. I don't know because huh? I was right. You were right about what? Moot. I could say I could say you what I was right, why I was right, but it'd be a moot point. <laughs> okay, so I can't get my computer to work right. Hold on a minute, one more time. Let me see if I can get this going. I can't. It's it's bouncing all over the place. It must be your fault again. Okay, we're we're done. Hold. On. Oh no, I got it to work. Okay, say that again. What did you say about my computer? I don't remember. What? If you can pick it up, I'll let you continue. And I learned to put my feet down. I learned how to drive at very low speeds. What? If I were a pony, that ranks right up there. This song right now ranks right up there with how I used to wake up Tiffany. And then brush me down. (laughs) I used to wake her up with. And I said to the sun, good morning, Shelly, sun. I, you don't know about this, <laughs> but as, as, as soon as I get off the air, I'm going to the airport. I'm flying out of town. Did I, did, did I tell you about this? No. I will tell you one person that's not going to be in the flight with me. You know who that is? Who? Kenneth Copeland. This dope-filled world. Yeah, because why is Kenneth Oh, Co- because we're all cretins? <laughs> no, because, because. Get in a long tube with a bunch of demons. <laughs> Oh, we're demons, sorry. Cretans, demons, you know. Potato, potato. I hear I hear Southwest Airlines is going to have him as a personal endorser. Hi, this is Kenneth Copeland. As a personal endorser. <laughs> right. Hi, this is Kenneth as an Copeland. influencer. Yeah. Hi, this is Kenneth Copeland. And you know me from huh. being on, on Sunday morning TV for so long. You know, I don't fly Southwest Airlines. But if you do, guess what? It's like... Get in a long tube with a bunch of demons. That's right. <laughs> we At Southwest Airlines, we fly those 737s, and they're just filled with demons. So if you want to have some fun just go out to the airport and jump on that 737 because you will not be alone you will be getting a long tube with a bunch of (laughs) okay we got it brad i'm sorry shelly no you're not i'm sorry shelly no you're not i'm sorry (laughs) shelly okay keep on it's all my fault (laughs) so do your do your magic Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here's my magic. Look, everybody's entitled to be an idiot. <laughs> How did he know about me? Oh, 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 oh. Hey, Shelly, am I the smartest guy in the world? No, 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 no. <laughs> Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. President, am I the smartest guy in the world? No, 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 no. Don't let, let him go. Yeah, let me go. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you know, you know why those guys stopped chopping up concrete in front of your house? Why? It wasn't guys; it was gals, and they were out there working, and and they had to stop because she had dew on hers. That's right. <laughs> they probably heard me. One of their guys was probably um, listening to our station. Yeah. Or one of the three. Oh, matter of fact, he called me and he goes, "Hey, hey, we're chopping up the concrete in this neighborhood in St. Charles County." I go, "Yeah." I go, "Hey, I'll give you a dress." 
And he says, and he says, can you tell me who lives here? I go, yeah. So he gives me your address, and I go, you know who lives there? And he goes, no. And I said, if she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. Goodbye, <laughs> <laughs> Brad. <laughs> have a great weekend, everybody. Shelly, have I made you? I got all kerfuffed. <laughs> Brad, that's too close. You need to take, not use that one. Okay. <laughs> because that's not what I said. <laughs> It sounds like it, but that's not what I said. I got all kerfuffed. Oh, oh here's just another. Like here's another that guy. Little limit. Sometimes you're just like a water faucet dripping right in the middle of my forehead. Drip, no, I do not. Drip, and don't you drip, ever say I did. Running always on. Drip, 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 drip. No, I do not. Never and don't you ever say I, used I did. To say that to Tiffany. And she'd say, well, you're like a bathtub. Gush, gush, gush. No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. Here's another guy complimenting me. Oh, hey, sir, you're on the air. What do you think of the show this morning? Have you lost the last three brain cells? Or do you just have cabbage for brains? Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> no, the devil's lettuce for brains. <laughs> or I'm going to get the thingy. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm done now. <laughs> Are you though? You know, once again, this show has saved me how much money at the psychiatrist's office this afternoon. <laughs> it has gotten out my inner angst. I've had a guy confirm the fact that I had women beat the crap out of me 30 years ago, <laughs> and I didn't fight back. Okay, okay, I know what you want me to do. KSOQ FM Washington, K296HA Washington, KRAP AM Washington. Shelly, have a real good weekend. You and, too, Brad. And once have, a, have a great weekend, everybody. Peace and I fly. And the reason I'm such a good mood because I'm trying to be positive because this is a very sad Friday. Talk to you next week. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.